0: Here's how New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu, one of Mickey Haley's biggest supporters, tried to play, tried to downplay Trump's big win in Iowa last night.
1: He's effectively the incumbent, if you think of it that way.
0: So the un- incumbent president barely could get 50 percent of his own base voters? I don't know. I don't think that's, I think that's a huge opportunity for America saying, let's move forward with something new. CNN's Kristen Holmes is in Atkinson, New Hampshire. And Kristen, uh, we're waiting on Donald Trump to speak there. Uh, what do we expect to hear following his uh, big victory in Iowa?
1: Well, you're likely to hear him attacking Nikki Haley. You know, we've talked a lot about the fact that Nikki Haley keeps saying that this is a two-person race, despite the fact that she came in third in Iowa. But when it comes to New Hampshire, Donald Trump's team does see this as a two-person race. And just to be clear, that is not the entire primary, but this state in particular. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis does not have a ground game here, but uh, Trump's uh advisors have been watching closely as Nikki Haley's poll numbers have risen. This is a completely different electorate here, and they are aware of that. So expect new attacks on the, the former South Carolina governor and expect him to really take aim at her, just like we have seen the campaign and the super PAC do. I spoke to a senior advisor today, and they are looking at this in two parts. One, securing Republican and conservative-leaning conservative independence. They are doing that by taking on Nikki Haley on immigration, which they believe is a key issue for Republicans in this state. Now, they are also hitting her on Social Security and Medicare. That is their way of taking her on with independents, moderates, and even left-leaning independents. They believe this is two parts. What they know is going to happen here in New Hampshire is that some of these left-leaning independents and moderates are going to come out to vote just to vote against Donald Trump. Their goal here is to make that as small as possible and to chip away at those independents so that there are more Republicans who support the former president coming out next Tuesday.
0: All right, Kristen Holmes, thank you so much. Let's discuss with our our panel. Uh, l- let me just start with the, the Social Security attack, um, if I can, Margaret, with you, because Social Security is on a path to to. So, so either they they will not be able to pay out full benefits to everyone. That's just a fact.
2: We're gonna have to work till we're 90. Yes. Yes.
0: So and it is also just a fact that either benefits need to be cut or means tested, taxes need to go up, some combination of the two. I mean, like these are just facts. Right. And this is why it doesn't get solved is because Nikki Haley barely acknowledges this fact and she gets hammered.
2: Absolutely. But because this is about politics and there are some third rails in politics and one is truth-telling on things like this, but why is that an argument that you would pursue in New Hampshire? Because it's a live-free-or-die state. So we've all been talking about how Iowa is a different contest than New Hampshire. It's not just because there's not as many evangelicals, it's not just because it's a primary state and not a caucus state, but it is because sort of uh, taxation and the government's reach into you, Um, from a fiscal standpoint is a much more salient issue in New Hampshire, and that's where Nikki Haley, she may not have the momentum she wanted to have to go barreling into New Hampshire, but she's still, you know, done a lot of the groundwork, got a lot of fans there, independents as well as Republicans, Social Security is an area that could make a difference.
0: Uh, Let's talk uh, about what happened last night, Doug. Not only did Trump score a resounding victory, historic victory in Iowa with 51% of the vote, uh, IN OUR CNN ENTRANCE POLLS OF CAUCUS GOERS, WHAT WAS ON THEIR MINDS AS THEY WALKED INTO THE CAUCUSES, MOST IOWA GOP CAUCUS GOERS REFUSE TO ACCEPT THE FACT THAT BIDEN WON LEGITIMATELY IN 2020. IT'S JUST A FACT, AND, 20, and uh, 66% OF THEM DENY THAT FACT. Yeah. Uh, THEY ALSO SAY THEY WOULD VIEW FORMER PRESIDENT DONALD TRUMP AS FIT FOR OFFICE EVEN IF HE IS CONVICTED OF A CRIME. 65% SAY YES, he'll, THEY'LL STILL VOTE FOR HIM. What's your reaction to this, and and what should the campaigns of Haley and DeSantis do with that information?
3: Yeah, well, this also reflects where the Republican candidates are. Most of the Republican candidates overwhelmingly would pardon Donald Trump and would vote for him if he were convicted. So maybe voters shouldn't behave very differently or shouldn't be expected to. But this is how Donald Trump um, has become so powerful over. Um, not just the past year, but over the past several years. He's able to be the insurgent and the incumbent at the same time. He's able to be the hero and the victim at the same time. Both of those are very powerful. And what we've seen over the past year is anytime that Donald Trump gets indicted, his opponents, Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis and others, everybody except for basically Chris Christie, not only don't attack him, they use his own language to defend him and say that he's a victim, that they're a two-tiered system of justice. So if this primary season is smooth skating for Donald Trump as it's icy outside, I think he can thank Ron DeSantis's campaign and Nikki Haley's campaign for being a Zamboni to make sure that there was no, no um, cracks in that ice for him.
4: You know, the other thing, though, was so important about that data point is that's why he keeps repeating the big lie. That's why we are going to hear it all the way to election day 2024, because it works, because it solidifies. And repeating it works. Right, exactly. Yeah. Just like for those who follow the Lost Cause mythology about the Civil War, who just repeated those lies, right? It's a, it's a similar kind of mindset. And you'll be heard going into the caucus a lot of voters, say, of his voters specifically saying, I don't care about the general election, maybe she can win he was robbed, he deserves another chance. And so I think what that means, both for the other Republicans, I think it's part of why you're seeing Nikki Haley, rather than a frontal attack like Chris Christie, trying to just say, look, this is about generational change. This is about, we don't want chaos, and he's focused on the path. Trying to create a little bit more of a bridge to people who maybe are open to not voting for Trump.
0: So uh, earlier today, Nikki Haley uh, made a claim that the U.S. has never been a, a racist country. Take a listen are you a racist party are you involved in a racist
1: we're we're not a racist country brian we've never been a racist country our goal is to make sure that today is better than yesterday are we perfect no i know i faced racism when i was growing up but i can tell you today is a lot better than it was then
0: uh, haley's campaign followed this up with a statement uh, later on saying quote america has always had racism racism but america has never been a racist country, the liberal media always fails to get that distinction. What do you make of this?
4: Racism is alive and well and thriving in the United States of America. I actually have a piece that'll be going on CNN. But,
0: but is the U.S. a racist country? Is the issue?
4: No, but I think we have. I believe that systemic racism, which is an outgrowth of white supremacy, which came out of uh, you know Reconstruction and the Civil War and became the lost cause mythology, which justified white supremacy, which created racist systems. It's absolutely, just like there's still sexist systems. It does still exist. That doesn't mean that. What's in, And I know this in my own life as a person who is biracial, right, that, that does not mean that what is in people's hearts is always that they are racist or that they have hate, for some it is, but for others it means maybe they just don't have a way to see the other side or understand how we all live differently and experience this world differently. I mean,
2: the country was founded on the premise that all men are created equal as long as they were white and men.
0: And, and, landowners. And, and,
2: and landowners. And landowners! landowners. landowners. So, bye, bye. so, I mean, you can and Christian. you can be yeah. honest about history and still have a positive outlook on how far the country has come, but, but you can't change history. And that's but,
3: where if Nikki yeah. Haley wants to continue to make a general election argument, the courage that she showed in taking down that's the right. biggest symbol um, of that when she took down the Confederate flag in South Carolina and did so by bringing Republicans and Democrats, politicians and business interests together, that's something that showed real leadership and real courage under pressure. But that was
4: an interview with Fox. So of course she wasn't going to acknowledge it there. And look, she's giving voters a bit of an excuse to say, look, I'm a Brown person from the South and I'm saying it's okay.